Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly stop on the internet highway, uh, or through your app store, or however you listen to us. We're the podcast of choice uh, for you, uh, we hope, and uh, we are the ones who provide the entertainment and information and true stories as told by the people who experience them. And, uh, there's, we're just, we're just a couple of guys, just a couple of guys, uh, doing this show. We we've known each other for a long time. We've been, been, been friends for quite a long time. Maybe you've, maybe you know this, maybe, maybe you don't, I don't know. Uh, it could be your first show, but we hope it's not. We hope that it's a return show that you, you listen every week and uh, I suppose I could introduce myself, but first I'm going to introduce my co-host, uh, Mr. Barry Johnson. Hello, Barry. Hey, yo. How's things? Good. I am Adam Beebe. Um, that's a response of not to how our things are, but how I introduced you first and then I responded to your your greeting so anyway this week we're doing things different i don't know maybe you've noticed it's a little bit different here at the beginning um but uh, we're doing things just a little bit different breaking form from our regular storytelling uh podcast for one of our random special episodes uh and today we discovered uh, we had a conversation uh as it were and we recorded this this particular conversation amongst ourselves uh and we, we we there was a, a a thought was sparked and an idea given birth the point of this story is famous people historical athletical actorial that is that a word yeah i don't know um, <laughs> sounded good famous people famous people we all know who they are i mean you know we know what famous people means they're people that are everybody knows who they are. That's why they're famous. I think that's the definition of famous. So, so famous people, they're really something, aren't they? But are they more than they appear to be? Barry and I have come to the conclusion conclusion that some of these people, in fact, are. And so, we're going to discuss uh, our opinion on some of these these famous people to be. Who, which one of these, who amongst us is an alien or a robot or, or cyborg, I guess, you know, part machine, part robot, part human, or a wizard? Join us as we have um, a serious conversation, as probably the most serious conversation we've ever had here 
on the what's your what's your what's your weird story <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I can't even get that out. So. But uh, we hope you enjoy it. So thanks for uh, thanks for listening, Barry. Kick off that pre-recorded conversation right now. What's the weird story? So Barry, I was having this uh, conversation with myself the other day, but I thought, hey, this would make an interesting conversation for us to have. Uh, on the show, just b- between you and me. You awesome, know? yeah. Take, hey. a, take take a little break from uh, the uh, rest of the 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 Weirdsville to do one of our little um, our deep thoughts uh, conversation type show or something. I don't know, but deep thoughts. This could say, get but, scary uh, quickly. It could get scary, but let me before I get too you know vague, um, we'll throw this out this to you. Um, I was thinking about how, you know, there's some famous people, artists, musicians, athletes, um, people of note. Yeah. Who, uh, they're just, there's something about them that's just a little bit um, extra, a little bit different, you know? And is it, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they're, maybe they're an alien. Or that, yeah, okay, yeah, or or they could be maybe they're a a robot or cyborg, you know, from the future or some other thing, or um, maybe you know they're a wizard or a magic practitioner, and that's where uh, you can see these things, and you can see them in uh, coming out through their art and through their physical appearances and through their deeds. Um, So I figured we could talk about. Some of these people that uh, cool. we might, you know, randomly um, think about from time to time. Great. This is just going to be us talking shit for as long as we can. So it's not talking shit. It's speculation. <laughs> We're not trying to degrade anyone. This is just some speculation that we may have. I love it. Obviously, we're not going to talk about any politicians. Uh, because we all know that politicians are lizard people. We all know that. That's uh, well established. Hundred percent. If you're uh, anything. So, um, but the first part. What what really made me think about this is, and uh, if you don't know, you might visual aids may be provided to you. Uh, you might have to find some for yourself. But the the first person that made me really think about this is. Um, are you familiar with the South African uh, group Diantward? Yes, I am. Uh, yes. Actually, yes. You know they do that. I think you're freaky, and I like you a lot. That song yeah, is their, probably yeah. their most well known. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of like this um, genre bending hip hop uh, kind of, um, but also like with you know techno vibe and stuff, and yes. electronic beats and stuff. Um, but they're all like they're really interesting people creators too yeah 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 um but i was really thinking i mean yolandi Vizer, the uh the girl yeah the female vocalist the female front of it is she's man she's an alien she she, she, she very well could be yeah i mean now you if you look at her yeah she's just she's got this very sleek kind of design maybe but somewhere between like maybe gray and blood in her or a tall white but she herself is very very small, yes. very diminutive. Yes, and um, she her voice is very very unique and doesn't seem like it would be. It seems like a cartoon voice almost. Yeah, yeah, she does definitely have an interesting look, man. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. She's yeah. uh, 
You know, I, I was trying to think when you said that name, I'm like, where did I, I was listening to a podcast and do you know who Danny Brown is? Yes. Danny, I've heard of him. Yeah. Danny, Danny Brown is a, he's a rapper, but he's also, he's kind of a funny dude and he's got his own podcast, but he was telling, he was telling a story about the guy from Diane Word. Yeah. Who's, who's like, he's got like a crush on him. Like the dude does. On, on Danny Brown. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and he tells this crazy-ass story about him from a time when the dude was, like, like coming on to him way too strong. Uh, and it's a funny story, man. It's a really funny story. So it's funny that you brought this up because I was like, where? What, what was I listening to where they were talking about them? But, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, she, she's definitely got a, an interesting look, and uh, I gotta honestly say, man, I don't know that I've listened to their music. They, I like it, dude. I'm not all of it, but I, I like a good chunk of it. Yep. Um, and um, there's some of it more than others, really. But, uh, but yeah, there's the ones that I re- that I like, man. They really hit, and I really dig them. Um, but uh, Ninja, yeah, man, he himself. Um, he is i'm pretty pretty damn sure that he's a he's a magician like a legit magician yeah. who practices sex magic oh okay um, that makes be- sense because like especially like some of the lyrics in their songs um if you can when you can make it out cuz he's he's really fast and of course they have that south uh south african accent yes um yes so when he's rapping he's fast and he's talking about uh you know these different sexual acts and that he wants to do but he also talks about like opening your third eye and about like this kind of like ritualistic stuff okay okay that seems to be taking place within that so he's like you know it seems like he is a kind of a mystical figure himself. Yeah. Interesting. That he's, that he's definitely, I would, you know, a practitioner of sex magic. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, and that he's kind of like, he, he, he talks about it in his art, you know, and when, and really art is a type of magic, you know, I mean, cause you are creating something, and giving it, bringing it into the universe in its own way, but you know, I mean, how arcane or whatever you want to go with it, it's your depends. Yeah. But yeah, for sure, it certainly is. It, uh, yeah, that's really where it's really interesting um, how you know those art, you know, how the different art forms sort of uh, coalesce and become something bigger than its. I mean, the music is one thing, but when you put good art along with, mm-hmm. you know, the the thing, the 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 image that you're looking at is, uh, and these two, it looks like they definitely have. Is it just them two? Well, it's the, those two, and then they have a DJ, okay, uh, who's DJ God. Gotcha. Uh, he, they he used to be called High Tech, but they he had to change his name because there was another DJ High Tech, okay, uh, in the states. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. They have a daughter who is probably like seventeen or eighteen now. Okay, and she looks exactly like both of them. It's wow. very strange, but I mean, um, you know. And I think I don't know if she's like technically part of it or not. Okay, but um, like they have this this whole they have a like um like kind of a a culture 
around them that they've embraced along with their art. So they're both, I think they're both artists as well Yeah, as yeah. being like musicians, but visual artists or that kind of other thing as well. And it's called Zeth. Okay. Z E F. And, uh, it's this whole kind of South African, um, hip hop style culture okay. kind of thing. And they're out. That's what they incorporate and they present in the, expound upon and so you know maybe that's uh, maybe that's their i for lack of a better term it could be like a religion that yeah. they're working or this kind of that type of a thing i don't know yeah man but uh yeah it just you know it's it's they're in, they're very interesting um they're con- very quite controversial um, yeah i hear that you know i mean you know because like they are you know i mean they're 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 wild (laughs) yeah but like that's 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 good art right i mean that's that's the best art like i always thought that like the best bands in my opinion were the ones that were just like born to burn like you know there's so much fire and i think that's where like it's important that like uh we continue you know having the you know youth come in and add their their spin or whatever their their flavor is to um to to the 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 culture because that's where we get the good stuff i always said that you know by the time you hear a band on the radio uh it's already dead like that whatever that you know that you know i'm saying like the good shit's happening in basements right now with with artists and bands that you're not going to hear from in for 10 years and then by that time it will ha- it will be so watered down and so sort of like easy to digest that it yes. will not be interesting anymore. Not to say that there can't be good art that is in the mainstream that is you know very easily digestible. But like we were talking about before, man, there's all these bands and all these artists from like all walks of life and 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 genres that uh, will never get their just due because people. Uh, for the most part, the masses like their their art uh, easy to look at, and yeah. which uh, is not again not a bad thing. Not a bad you know? thing, not it's at all. Like, I love uh, a lot of it, you know, yeah. or when we were kids, anyway. Well, yeah, but like it's um, you know, in the past years, couple of years, there's been this thing where like Francis Ford Coppola and maybe some other of these, you know, um, well-renowned directors uh, when asked about like, you know, the Marvel movies making so much money and being so well received all over this planet, Um, you know, when, and they're like, Oh, they're not art. They're not movies. They're not, you know, they're crap or whatever. I don't, I don't watch those because of whatever, you know, that's fine. You don't have to watch them, but you can't totally dismiss it, you know, and they have their own merits. Um, and, and the art is that they are telling a story yep. and they are telling a story with usually has kind of a, a moralistic tale, you know, a little bit of, yep. you know, good accomplishing, you know, beating evil and rising up. And, you know, we always have that. It's our modern mythology yep. right there. You know, I mean, we're just taking the what has been a modern mythology for the, you know, from the 20th century in form of comic books when we're making it now 
where the 21st century mythology from comics in the form of movies and TV series and stuff like that. Yes, so. yes. And and there's a, there's a lot of great art being made. I mean, there's a lot of terrible art being made right now, but there's a lot of great art being made, man. I mean, there's so many great... When you talk about like TV series and movies and things like that, they're, they're just able to make shit now, and they're able to do it on budgets that can afford that the 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 technology's gotten so good with movie making that like they can bring all these things to life that mm-hmm. you know we 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 once it's funny when you go watch you know a really a bad looking sci-fi movie or something that was part of the charm you know what i mean yes. or like or a bad you know uh a horror movie or something like that like there's something to be said for simplicity, mm-hmm. but then also there's something to be said when when you take an art form and you rise it to its uppermost, highest level of creative and um, and I would say writing has a lot to do with that. You know the script and those things, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff. When it comes together, it's beautiful, man. By the way, I've been listening to uh, Dana Carvey and um, David Spade. David Spade. And they just they 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 part one of, um, of uh, Lorne Michaels is mm. they just put it mm. out, dude. And you want to talk about interesting subject matter? He's so fucking smart, and he has such a keen sense of like he, he knows how to make the machine work. And yeah. like, well, he invented that machine, though. Yes, and he so. his whole thing is like. He doesn't like when people are, like, too good at what they do. His whole thing is to let young people that aren't comfortable in front of the camera find their art and get good at something and giving them enough rope to do that. You know, like, that's where he, that's where, that's the, that's where he lives. That's where he resides. He loves to be on that, like, on the edge at all times. And operate a a show that they're con they they write a whole show, you know, in a week they they perform it in a few days. I mean, it's it's incredible. And we grew up in a time where we got to see so many great cast members on that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on that show come through and become just these cultural phenomenons. That stuff will never happen again because not everyone watches that anymore. We got so many op- options yeah. that not Yeah. Back then you only had one choice. You know, at, at midnight on a Saturday night, it was, you know, 11 o'clock or 10:30 whenever it came on, you were watching that show because mm-hmm. that's all you had. And yeah. uh But well, at several points in time though, you watched it because that was what was to be done. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody else was doing. Absolutely, you know? especially in your teenage years, man, yeah. you know. So we're, so are you saying to me that you think Lauren Michaels is an alien? Uh he's some sort of magician, alien genius guy. I don't know, man. Like mm. some guru. I kind of felt like he's Guru got, is definitely a, a good uh, he, word to apply yeah, to him. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I kept thinking like Rick he's got this Rick Rubin like mm-hmm. he just knows every he knows the right thing to do, yeah, yeah. to do and say. It's not just like he's also great at mentoring people, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. that's like to me is uh i'm always looking for people to learn from Mm -hmm. in that way where it's like i mean nothing you know nothing in my life will ever compare to anything like that but like you know drawing from those people is inspiration man you know 
Yes, indeed. You know who? Somebody else who I know you driven got an, an inspiration from, and uh, who is definitely someone who could probably fall into several of these categories. But for sure, we know he was at least a uh, a, a wizard of of kind. Um, was David Bowie? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he was. You know, he he, he definitely. Was he practiced again? Practiced magic, you know. Yeah, he also had an alien aspect to him too, man. Very much, very you know, much. The androgyny kind of played mm-hmm. into that. Ziggy Stardust and um, golly, he was so brilliant, man. He was so brilliant. And even his later stuff that the record that he put out when he died, like Black around. Star, yeah. Oh my God! If you go and you listen to that. Watch the film. There's a documentary that came out around that same time. His death was art. Yeah, yeah. He knew he was he knew he was dying, and he knew, and that's what he was addressing. You know, it yeah. was, This is that artist yeah. who's always been an artist and un- unapologetic. You know, and he yep. was always changing, and he was the ahead of the game and all of that. Everybody who came after him, Madonna. Um, Marilyn Manson, yep. uh, Lady Gaga, all of these people who come after Bowie, they owe so much to Bowie. Oh, because uh, Bowie absolutely. changed. But Bowie, that was part, again, part of his magic was that he would put on a personality for almost every single album. Yeah. You know, he yeah. would be, he was, you know, he started off as, you know, David Bowie. He was, what, that, his real name was David Jones. You yep, know, yep. wasn't he? But he couldn't be Davy Jones because there were Davy Jones and the monkeys. Right? <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No kidding. So he became David Bowie, um, and and becoming that automatically, he's becoming a different person yeah. to record do his first music, which is all very like hippy dippy kind of folky guitar stuff. Yeah, and then he gets into. Um, you know, some the Moon Age Daydream, and then he gets into Ziggy. He finally, gets into when he gets into Ziggy Stardust yes. and Aladdin Insane and the Thin yeah. White Duke and all of these things that he's doing. You know, where you know there are albums that he couldn't remember from the seventies because he couldn't remember making because he was on so much coke. I can imagine, know? man. And he was oh, t- yeah. like he all he would he would eat he would take <laughs> like I think it was in the seventies when he was making um. I don't know if it was Warsaw or what, but it was one of those albums in the 70s that he sustained himself for like a couple of years, at least on uh, on cocaine, cigarettes, um, milk and peppers. That's great. That's all he took. Wow. And that's all he ate. That's what he lived Dude. off of, which is amazing that you could live off of that. that well, I would say he was uh, he was probably feeling it. I. There's a great interview of him, and I, I know that you probably know it if you saw it, but it's of him back in the 70s, and he's got the red hair or the orange mm-hmm. hair, mm-hmm. and he's so coked up, dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's trying to he's trying to make his way through this interview and could just really give a shit about it. And so I think that's where the punk rock, like, that's where yep. the, that punk rock attitude comes from, man. You, you got to go back to him because... At that time, you try to think back on that time, man. Oh, we've seen so many things come in our lifetime that when they came out, it took culture a long time for them to catch up to it. Yeah. And yeah. can you imagine him coming out and he's standing on stage in this alien persona, you know, the persona that he's trying to like, what were people thinking? 
when they well, saw that, you know, dude, it was like, it was like the only thing I can comparably put to it is whenever Marilyn Manson came out as the Antichrist yeah. superstar, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and everybody that, got into yeah, religious fervor about it, yeah. you know, but it was performance. And when, when Bowie came out as Ziggy Stardust, he wasn't saying I'm an alien or was he, right. but he was also, um, you know, putting on this character and he was, you know, he, he was living as the character right. and, and, and he was living his life as those characters, you know, and somewhere deep down inside, there was still David Jones, you know, right. the boy who grew up there to become David Bowie and all these things, but he was still, and always the artist, Yeah, but he also was living his art for sure. So, you know, again, you know, that's why a, lo- a lot of artists could be considered, um, magicians just simply by existing as they do. Oh, absolutely. Um, did I did I ever tell you the story, speaking about another British uh, musician, but did I ever tell you about the story of my friend that um, worked for Morrissey? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. Okay, so... You told me a few. I had a friend who, um, he was an engineer, he was a sound engineer, and he got the gig to do a Morrissey tour as the uh, monitor engineer. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, oh, dude, how was that? You know, just kind of, you know, asking the questions and being fanboy for a minute. And he goes, you know what? He said their first, they had a rehearsal. And uh, so Morrissey comes in, the band plays, yada, yada, yada. He leaves. And then the tour manager comes up to my friend and hands him an envelope full of cash and says, Morrissey would like you to go and buy some new clothes. He wanted him to wear like a, like a dress shirt and nice pants. Uh, okay. Because okay. he's very specific, you know? Yes, he is. And I was like, that is so Morrissey. I mean, that's what you want to hear whenever mm-hmm. somebody's got a Morrissey, you know, uh, story is that kind of weird shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to hear the unfortunately the the bad Morrissey yeah, stories that no. have come to light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you sure. You know, and that's so disappointing whenever you hear one of this, you know, some amazing artist or person uh, is you know is racist or in some other kind of way hateful. But uh, you know, yep. but I'll tell you, somebody who's not hateful and not uh, racist, and but is a super awesome human being if he is a human being which i have my questions about is the rock it's so funny you said that because when you started talking in the beginning of this the rock was one of those guys that came into he defies everything yeah when it comes to what you perceive someone to be like yeah he's he's like a total like you know muscle head but like is funny. He can yeah. laugh at himself. He's a yeah. good actor. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's, and he seems like a genuine person. Yes. All the time, you know? Yes, absolutely. It, which, it, yeah. Which in that world, you don't find very many of. Yeah. I, I, I had this discussion with my wife so many times because she's a Will Smith fan and has been for such a long time. And then when all that shit happened, yeah, I said, see, that's exactly why I don't like the guy. There's something not genuine about him that, and I'm not, I don't, I don't think that every, uh, every person that's in the spotlight needs to be genuine by God. Mm-hmm. No. But when you're trying to portray that to the public and, uh, 
where the rock is not that or the rock is just who he is yeah. man and it's like he's, uh, he's also he's inhuman as well because oh my god i mean just look at him he's like a, he's yeah. a machine he's 100%. just a machine he's a machine he, he's i mean not just physically but like all the things that he's involved with and doing yeah you know yeah. and like just all those things that he's like able to do yep. that normal people aren't uh, just aren't able to you know oh, i mean oh, definitely Definitely. You know, and, and, and I, I, maybe Ryan Reynolds is also of that. Maybe there's a a some kind of uh, alien race out there who has created um, machines that are like these action here. Maybe or maybe it's a human that has done it. Maybe, maybe. these funny, uh, altruistic uh, human beings who are both, you know, like buff and ripped like machines but also like doing good things and being good people and you know yeah it, doing so many many things it gives you it gives you um hope for humanity when you have people yes. like this it it really is is quite there's a high intelligence that's going on in some way shape or form when you talk about these people um that's where i think our at culture as a whole, we sort of like gravitate towards people that are like, we can see ourselves in or. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. We want to emulate. Yeah. We, I, we want to emulate positive role models. Yep. The ones that we perceive as positive, that ones that we've seen who do good things. That's why when we're little kids, we look up to athletes yep. or we look up to, you know, movie stars and action stars or superheroes um, or, you know, anybody who's, you know, like that, as we, as we get older, we kind of look up to people that we see who are more like accomplished in life and, yeah. you know, whatever they do and there's certain things, um, as like musicians or, you know, somebody who's rich, who started up, you know, from nothing, from nothing. literally from nothing, not yeah. like they were given money to start up with. They right. literally created their own thing, yep. you know, and have kept a... Uh, a, a, a grasp on reality because yep. we also know that when people e even a minute level of fame of notoriety when uh, when people know you are that can really that's it's a drug that can really change how people act i just and oh they can, yes they can it really changes how people uh, respond to others even if you knew somebody from if you know from day one and oh yeah. All, but then now that they're like mega millionaire or whatever for whatever reason, it can it can change people. I don't want to necessarily say corrupt, but it can certainly um, change people and how they how they are react to other people and how they perceive the world. Because a lot of times, you know, they get treated with such uh, rough refineries and such nice things and they're given stuff where they don't have to spend their money on 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 things you know they're given stuff and uh you know so like you got so many people telling that what everything they do is amazing oh it's amazing 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 yep. nobody's saying no nobody's saying i don't know man you know or contradicting them or giving them an opposing thought because those people are you know they don't want to be 
out of favor with you yep. know this this yep. person. So feed yeah. the beast. That's yeah, that's exactly, unfortunate. Dude. That's un- and that's unfortunate. Uh, have you seen um, the documentary that came out called The Bling Ring? No. This is about young kids during the whole time when like Paris Hilton, the Kardashians mm. were starting up these young kids that came from a fairly decent background. Well, a fairly yes. decent background. They started robbing these, uh, these Hollywood, uh, you know, millionaires that were at, yeah. you know, you know, famous media people. It's interesting, man, because it really does highlight what the culture creates when it's it's numb and it's mindless that the you know the 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 mindless things that we're choosing to you know throw adoration at you know these people that have no talent at all yeah. uh, that are becoming you know famous for whatever it is and it's not famous for being famous right yeah. they're exploiting the situation but all the all the fodder that happens out of that creates these like really weird ungrounded people that have a, ser- a serious hole in their soul that they're trying to feed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great documentary. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us um, what you got let's see your true colors um, an alien uh is the did you you ever hear klaus nomi do you ever do you know that name oh enlighten me he was a german new wave singer who did operatic Okay. Stuff and was he was hugely influential on the new wave scene in the late seventies in New York. And okay. he was from Germany, and like he influenced Bowie. He had this weird style. He looked very strange. Mm-hmm. He was very strange, um, and he was you know otherworldly and like he was somewhat mysterious. There's a really there was a really good documentary about that came out probably about fifteen years ago. Uh, 20 years ago, maybe at this point, probably 20 years ago at this point. Um, but he was just a straight, just a strange cat. And so, I, yeah. you know, yeah. by that, but, but having his influence and um, just his own style that, you know, it seems that it was, uh, he could have been, he could have been not of this earth. I think uh, shockingly enough, 
maybe for 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 your for the lay sort of music, um, you know, listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if people really understand how big of an influence Germany has in pop culture in mm-hmm. the Western world. Because I mean, you look at the Beatles and how much. Yep. German art school and and music and uh, culture permeated uh, their look and their music and yeah well you know they really became they went to Hamburg you know and that's where they became the Beatles that's where they cut their teeth yeah 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 and really became yeah they became the Beatles and that is uh, a part of the story where I think that it's like we take for granted. I think we just think, oh, it's, you know, it's shared between America and the UK as far as these great rock and roll or or music histories go. And Germany has a big, as, as well as the French, you know, there's some French, uh, a lot of people that... Uh, that uh, are unknown folks to us that uh, are very influential. And the Germans are an interesting people. I have been there uh, on tour a couple of times and always really enjoyed it, man. Not only are they an interesting culture, but they make great beer. I mean, the best beer. And it's mm-hmm. like making – we we you know, it. In this country, the craft beer revolution over the last 20 years has been a big deal. But, like, you know, the Germans have been doing that for forever, for hundreds yeah. and hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, yeah. making really quality and taking taking a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, a respect and um, they like to do things right. Um, they have the, uh, what is it, the German um, purity law. Mm-hmm. That you're only allowed to make the beer with you know four ingredients, you know, which is water, hops, malt, and yeast. And if there's anything other than that, you cannot call it beer. Wow! So it's cool because, like in October, of course, Oktoberfest we we celebrate uh, uh, worldwide. But I mean, yeah, for me especially, I enjoy Oktoberfest because all these different breweries come out with their their uh, Oktoberfest beers. And I always like to try to find as many of the original. There's like six original breweries in Germany that create the original, like what you can call Oktoberfest officially. And so, anyway, a lot of fun and uh, always love Germany. Had a good friend of mine that used to work for Bad Religion that was from Germany. And we were the same age. And he was such an interesting guy. Michael Paul. Michael, if you're listening, uh, what's up? It's been a while, but he was always fun, always. He spoke three different languages, you know, mm-hmm. just fluently, too. He spoke like yeah. he sp- his English was like a California. Like you would never known that he was not, you know, uh, from America. So, uh, yeah, well, that's that's the failing of our education system by barely even teaching us how to use English. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, Germany is a huge, huge, huge influence on the arts, um, for sure, uh, especially in the early uh, 20th century, uh, in the mid 20th century. David Bowie, where did he go yeah. uh, after Ziggy Stardust and all of that stuff? He went to Germany, he went to Berlin, and, yeah. and he made some amazing records there. I was so. going to say, didn't he and um, Iggy Pop make some records in Germany, too, together, I believe? Um, a lot of people have. Yep, him and Iggy Pop. 
um, who, yeah, Iggy Pop's um, like, um, he's Iggy Pop. I don't. He's not a. He's he's man plus. He's not necessarily a machine or a cyborg. Um, he's just part of that select genetically. I don't know superior, but the genetic group of people who can do so many things yeah. uh, to their bodies, so many abuse, so many substances and just continue living and thriving. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fre- it's like freaking nature, man. And, yeah, absolutely. He's a mutant. He's a mutant. That's yeah. a new thing. He's a drug mutant. He's it, just like Keith Richards, uh, like William S. Gaines, uh, not William S. Burroughs, not William S. Yep. Gaines. Yeah. Uh, William S. Burroughs, who lived forever um, and was, yeah. Notorious and, heroin addict and other yeah. drugs. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a new category. That's drug mutant is the new category <laughs> that yeah. we're going to add. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah, I would. But, you know, if you, if you look at those guys in their time, like if you look at Iggy, Iggy Pop in his time, even though it bleeds over into our time, like they mm-hmm. were absolutely mutant. I mean, there wasn't, oh, sure. you know, you talk about just bending every sort of sense of reality that you can. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that those guys were doing it, man, you know? Yep. yep. Uh, you know, here's the thing. You know, we talked about Bowie being a magician. And, you know, he was his, you know, close friend. Uh, there's speculation on there beyond exactly what their relationship was. Um, but uh, but Iggy had an influence on Bowie and Bowie had an influence on Iggy. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the same time that Brian Eno was there recording Bowie. Right. You know, and uh, Brian Eno is just, you know, he might be an alien. Um, but That's he's true. certainly he's certainly an amazing like musical mind. Oh, um, man. And then, of course, Lou Reed. Now, Lou Reed was another one of those. He's a drug mutant. So maybe there's something that's linked with like drug mutants and um, um, and, and, and magicians. So true. Hmm, so it's an interesting thought. True. It just just happened. So. <laughs> so, but I'll tell you another person who is probably an alien. In my d- mind, uh, is Salvador Dali because that's true. Yeah. His reality was just completely different from the rest of us. But yeah. does that mean that does that not make him more human? I don't know. Let me ask you this: because you are an artiste and have studied history of art and and mm-hmm. those those things, can you put into context a little bit as far as what what the landscape was like before he hit the scene and started? creating these really wild and weird pieces of work. Well, you know, he's part of the surrealism movement and he and from what I recall from art history is he was kind of like their little brother. He came a, like a little bit later. Okay. But he's be, but because of that he's become the he became the most well-known. Gotcha. And uh, the surrealist was a response to World War 1. And uh, there was Europeans and they were out of uh, predominantly German and French. And, uh, you know, but like then they, they started out of Paris and um, Berlin and they were, um, in a, I mean, there's, it's, it's a really hard thing to describe, but like one of the easiest things that I can say that I was one of the, the like the, um, not the theology, but philosophy rather of, of the surrealist was, um, that they had to break art to, uh, a, 
completely to uh, to make art again to make right. it over. Yeah. So like they were sure. really just doing all sorts of really bizarre things like cutting up magazines and rearranging the words and making new text and books as well. They were doing these really bizarre nightmarish paintings. Yeah. Um, and because um, it's also at the same time, it was a, an art movement. It was also a literature, literary movement. And I think there was also there were some music musicians that were doing it. So if you hear you've heard stories about uh, people I think it's Straczynski maybe writes a spring or something like that. And I could be wrong on the timeline. Um, but like there were people that would put on plays and put on um, uh, concerts, you know, where they would write this surrealistic music and the audience was, would get so offended and by how uh, bizarre and how, different it was that yeah. they would riot and the, i mean literally they would riot and they would tear up the theaters and of course that was the whole goal that really kind of was the breakdown of society they wanted to mirror that breaking out of society yeah, right so so yeah so i mean you know salvador dolly in response was part of that in a response to that he was spanish of course and um uh you know, he outlived most of them, but, you know, he was just, he was a very strange person. And I, you know, he, he maybe he is a ma magician. Maybe he was an alien. I'm not quite certain because there's so much crossover uh, yeah. between these things, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's a thin, it's a weird, and that's why we're trying to point out some of our ideas on who might be what and names. Yeah, it's like, it's like extra humanism. Mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. extra about them. It's like, you know, when you're in the presence of greatness or somebody that's just, just able to operate outside the bounds of what we, uh, we think is possible. Mm -hmm. I would say Michael Jordan fits into that in athletics. Yep. I think that's an almost obvious one that we could all probably go like this, you know, yeah. um, you know, he, there's something to that. He is just a, uh, he's a machine. He's like the rock. He's just a basketball machine. He was so, um, yeah, he was just, not only was he athletically gifted, but his mental ability and his ability to put his mind and his body on the same page mm -hmm. unsurpassed. And, there's a great story. I don't know if you ever heard this. Um, there's a story about him going out and playing golf, and he invited a pro hockey player to come with him. And mm -hmm. I heard the story from the pro hockey player's point of view. And he said that he goes out to play with him, and they, you know, it's like nine in the morning. Earlier in the morning, they tee off, they play 18 holes. That's going to usually take you three to four hours to do that, right? And this is in the middle of them mm -hmm. playing in the playoffs, the Bulls. And so the entire time they're drinking like whiskey and Coke. Okay. Right. So he get, they get done with the 18th hole hockey player goes to grab his bags and he goes, okay, man, I'll see you tonight. You know, looking forward to watching the game. And Jordan looks at him. He goes, where are you going? We're playing another 18. He's like, what? Yeah. They're, they play another round of 18 holes drinking the entire time. They get done with the round of golf. Jordan goes to the arena to get ready to play the game. He said he scored 55 points that night. Jeez. Just on another level, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he just. Or, you know, or you say that or maybe um, that he, he his internal engine is a, it runs on alcohol. 
uh, like yeah. you know, as as a yeah. fuel source, right? As you know, it's an alcohol fuel source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that, yeah. that might be the case there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I just I loved you know. I'm a person that I enjoy, no matter what it is, music or sport or whatever, I enjoy watching someone that is like at the peak of their ability, the master of their domain. Mm -hmm. And watching him play when I was a kid was one of those experiences, man, where it was like, you're just watching someone that they're, they're, they're in a flow state and everything that they, they do is the right choice. You know, it's, it's incredible. You know, yes. it's, it's really, it, it is incredible, man. Or it's programming. Or it's programming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ruling that out. Yeah. Ooh, how about this? Let's play a game real quick of uh, the quick fire. Okay. Uh, wizard, alien, robot, or I guess drug mutant is now the, uh, the next one. So, all right. I'm going to find, I need this. Yes, this is perfect. A random celebrity generator. <laughs> uh, there we go. The, the internet, man. There's an app for that. Oh, oh, interesting. 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 First call here. Um, or human. You can simply put human. Okay. We can simply say these people are human. Okay. okay. You know, right. and uh, because, you know, uh, so the first one is John Cusack. John um, Cusack. Wow, dude. I know, right? Uh, I mean, I've got a lot of love in my heart for John Cusack. I do, too. I think most people our age do, and um, <sighs> I think he's just too human. I think That's, he's a human that's what I was going to say, man. And, every, and, and, every movie he's ever been in is about the human condition, right? Yep. I mean, yep. it seems. Yeah, and I think and that's why, because I pulled him up, that's why I had to make that new category. Like, oh, yeah, maybe they're, they're just human. So. Yeah. Yeah, John yeah. Cusack. John Cusack, you are a human being flesh bag, just like the rest of us. You heard it here uh, first. <laughs> as far as we know, there's no, he, he, I mean, he certainly could be, you know, from another place or another you know, time. He could be a time traveler, maybe, but uh, he's, he's just, he's a human being. For, yeah, for, yeah. That is for sure. For All sure. right. Our next one is Idris Alba. Oh, that's a tough one too, dude. Why am you I know? drawing a blank on that? Um, Who is that? He was in. He played Bell in The Wire. Uh, he was John Luther in the BBC series Luther. Okay. Uh, oh, was, oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, Idris Elba. He's he's a British actor. Gotcha. And um, like he's he's he may be the first Black Bond. That's there's been talk about that. He was in Thor. He played Balder. Uh, no, not Balder. Uh, Heim Heimdall, uh, the guy who opened the gate and everything. But he's he's awesome. He's an incredible actor. Um, and you know, I think he's, I think he's human too because I've seen him off camera uh, and like on you know talk shows and stuff. And yeah. he seems like a just a you know a pretty pretty humble guy. Pretty, for, yeah, pretty down to earth, humble guy. Yeah, for for for. A for somebody who's a, as big of a star as he is, really. So. Sure, sure. Um, Human. Uh, yep. Oh, here's a good one for you. Um, Robert Goulet. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm going to say he's a wizard, man. He, uh, he's he got mm. uh, 
he's got the power. He's got the ability to just get in there. And I think uh, you're right. You know, and, and he's got that sauce. He's got some wizard sauce yes, that he, he can. Does dude? You know, he. You know, my favorite. <laughs> you remember when? Um, do you remember when uh, Will uh, Farrell did his? He would do his Robert Goulet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great! What a, a great! Oh, yes, man. yeah. I'd say wizard man. I would absolutely uh, agree yeah. with that. All right. Oh, oh, <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Oh man! Wow. Alien. Probably, man. I would agree. I with think that. he's an alien. I think yeah, he's just a little bit different. For sure. Um. He's an interesting dude too, man. Mm-hmm. What a career! Um, oh, here's another one. Uh, I, I mean, I'm gonna probably end up saying, "Oh, here's another one," um, every time because I'm finding the really good ones. Quincy Jones. Oh, dude! Wow. Okay. I got this one. I know. Uh, well, I I like your take on it. He's a wizard. Yeah, for sure, dude. That guy. You know what a genius. Yeah. An absolute genius, man. I mean, yeah. he's responsible yeah. for so much of the great music that our parents grew up listening to, which in by we grew yep. up listening to. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's had his hands in a lot of things, man. Yeah. You know, and one of the things he's probably most noted for, but people don't know it, is that um, that really that kind of. Is it's that music from Austin Powers? Oh yeah, um, man. Yeah, that, that, that has yeah. that weird. Yeah, 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 that has yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, that, that's instrumental. That yeah, you yeah. know that theme that uh, the Austin Powers that you're always thinking of has got the whistles, jazzy yep. kind of loungy kind of stuff. Yes. That's a that's a Quincy Jones joint. That's great. Man. And uh, I, didn't, I so, didn't know that. So there you go. That's amazing. Ear hole. He creates magic ear hole. You know stuff. Absolutely. Um, cool. All right. Will I am uh, from uh, Black Eyed Peas? Um, you know, I don't know enough about him. Yeah, um, I do like you know the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, um, I, I think I think he's an alien. Yeah, I think yeah. he's an alien. Um, yeah, they kind of got that. Yeah, they kind of they took they took music and put it bent it on its mm-hmm. ear, man. Yeah, for sure. And this just occurred to me. On one of the recent uh, space, I think it was on a space robe um, or a transmission to outer space, they had Will I Am compose a song to oh. be played. Right? You remember that? I believe, now? yeah, man, yeah, that 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 I, I think that's right. Coincidence? I think not. That's right. All right. Let's try another one. Interesting bit of uh, throwback history figure, historical figure here. Um, Mr. Billy the Kid. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I'm going to use the drug lord or wizard or whatever we, we were calling that, <laughs> uh, you know, because I think like my brain just goes to a wild motherfucker who yeah. if he it certainly seems like he was a drinker and a fucking just a hellraiser. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. That's where I would well, go. I you know, yeah, but he's not he doesn't have that same kind of quality that you see in the in um Iggy Pop or Keith, you know, because well, true. he didn't yeah. live that long. So yeah. 
you know, so as, but I, I, he was definitely a hellraiser, but I think he was just, I think human. he was just a human kid, a human yeah. person being. So he was, a. Uh, yeah, I really liked that. Uh, what was that movie with all of the, um, the guys, young guns, young guns. That was a great yeah. movie. Yep, we're in the spirit world. Yeah, you heard yeah. that? Where yeah. they're all tripping out on the peyote. Yeah, man, that was oh, a man. great movie, man. All right, let's find some more here. Ha, um, David Lee Roth. It's it's interesting that we're getting a lot of our celebrities are music people, but I guess it's you know since we're music nerds and yeah. you're a musician and and all of that. David Lee Roth. <sighs> Man, dude, uh, he is a he is a drug immortal mutant. Yeah, for sure. He he is like, uh, you know, even in his older age, man, he can still move. That's what's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's a practitioner of mar- martial arts, man. Like he's a he's an mm-hmm. Iaido practitioner, like uh, which is the art of drawing the sword. And he he mm. moved he moved over to Japan for years and studied over there like intensely studied man. So oh he's, wow! Yeah, he's he's legit man. I know he's got a background in st- some striking arts too, but he's like a. So I this is interesting. I got a tattoo done by a lady in New York, and she tattooed him. I don't know if I ever told you that. Did I ever tell you that story? No, uh-uh. no, no, no. Well, so she was tattooing me, and and um. And we got to talking, and I'm, I'm like, "Who's the like the craziest person that you've got to tattoo?" And, um, and she's like, "Well, I can't remember if she tattooed him, but she said I hung out with David Lee Roth, and she, she's like, everything you think about with David Lee Roth is like pretty much true. Like at that time, like girls everywhere, hanging, you know, drugs, you know, lots of cocaine, uh, yeah. you know, limousines, you know." drinks everything and she said he was just the fucking coolest though man he was the coolest guy and then he became do you remember when he became uh, a uh, paramedic or a uh, emt yeah he became a uh yeah you, you, do you remember that no in new york man yeah he became a uh like a uh a paramedic man like he huh. like he like actually like no bullshit like worked his shift and like did it for real and that everyone that worked with him said he was so fucking nice man and just like he just really wanted to help people yeah you know that's awesome that's awesome yeah for sure and yeah you know yeah that's that's awesome so yeah man big fan all right so here's another one um let me just see your take dolly parton Ooh, my gosh man i mean <laughs> I mean, uh, if it weren't for all the the body modification, I would just say human. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you got to go. I don't know. You kind of got it. She's kind of maybe like a three headed dragon. Maybe she's a little bit of wizard. She's mm-hmm. a little bit uh, a lot human. Yes, um, very, very much. You know so. what I mean. But with the prosthetics and say, I would say there's a little bit of robot in there. But you know, yeah, I, yeah. not not robotic personality. But no, no, dude, she she's an amazing woman. And she absolutely is. You know, she absolutely is. You know, what um, what she's uh, done for for women. Mm-hmm. And she just would not put up with anybody's shit, dude. You know, and, and yeah, would it, just. You know, here's the, the thing is, she's done a lot for, you know, not just women. She's done a lot for women. She's done a lot for um, the, for the LGBTQ stuff yeah. community. 
Um, she's obviously was very, you know, when COVID was come out, she was, she put in of uh, her own personal money over a million dollars for development of the vaccine. Yeah. You know, that's great. I mean, that's, you know, and, and she has Dollywood. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's, she may be, um, I think I've got it. I think she's an alien. Okay. But I think that she loves this planet and these pe- this humanity more than most of us here on this who are from this planet do. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, somebody who is a new convert to a religion who's more they're intent to it and love it more than somebody who grew up in it per, perhaps yeah. or somebody that moves to a town then they find and they feel like they've been adopted by that city. Yeah. And like so they're they'll defend it to the to the death more than somebody else. Yeah. You know, she's like she's like Superman. I like it. I like there it. Yeah. There you go. Great. We're on to you, Dolly, but we love you. All right. John Stamos, wizard. Yeah. Sex sex wizard. I mean, <laughs> because yeah. obviously no human being could be that attractive that's as, Uncle, he's as Uncle, Uncle Jesse. Dude. Very I mean, attractive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even, a, even uh, with the mullet, he was very attractive. Even, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I mean, and that's that's what's so um, – that's what's so – yeah. Yeah. He's just a wizard. Yeah. Um, Slash, oh man, dude, he's a he's a wizard. I say he's a wizard, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's if, either yeah. If he were still on drugs, I would go with the yeah. other, you know. But yeah. uh, supposedly he's not. I don't know. Yeah, you know. He, so, yeah. He, he yeah, but he is man too. He he's magic, dude. He, mm-hmm. I mean, people forget, you know, just how of a big impact Guns N' Roses had. There was nothing like that band before they came. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they really, it's still, you still try to wrap your head around what is it exactly that made them so different? Because in the hair band days, like their first stuff, it kind of looked like they were a hair band, but they just had a yeah. sleaze quality, dude. Yes, they did. They absolutely down and, was. Yeah, down and dirty. Well, and also, man, it's kind of like this, right? Um, and th- and it's if you really want to get a good idea, let go listen to Ricky Rackman's cat house podcast because he they were they came up through there yeah, right that's right. where they blew up yeah um but it's kind of like everybody there was uh, like the all the band dudes there were really you know they were kind of like posers you know yeah they weren't you know they didn't they lived all that that cheap life and they girls and drugs and, yep. and booze and rock and roll but like you know, like Guns N' Roses, like took it to the next level yeah. on every single field, yeah. and they would fight you, and they would probably win. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah. and but Axel would chase you for hours. Yeah, and hour, yeah, hours, hour. You know, it, it's almost like who would you rather be chased by? A pissed off Axel Rose with a knife or a hundred zombies? I'd for rather sure. get chased by a hundred zombies. Yeah, for sure. And even the fast moving zombies yeah. compared to Axel, dude, because especially back in eighty seven Axel oh, yeah. was all fucking crazy. Oh yeah. dude, coked up. Yeah. I mean, but there's there yeah, I mean what a great what a great band, dude. What a great Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Back when rock and roll was a little dangerous, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you know, to a degree a lot dangerous. A lot dangerous. Uh, if you, especially if you're a tipper gore. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah. How about Tipper Gore then? Huh? Oh, she's a fucking alien, dude. She's no, a, she's, she's she sucks. She's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> So we're looking for a little help from our friends. We need you, our loyal listeners, to help us spread the word about the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Just go to your current podcast provider, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. We're just about everywhere. Hit the subscribe button, download the podcast, give us a thumbs up, hit the like button, give us the highest rating you can, and give us a review. The What's Your Weird Story podcast is a community effort. Without our friends, friends and listeners, it wouldn't be possible to do what we do. So please help us out by spreading the word. How about any, you got anybody on mind that, you, that you're thinking about? No, I don't. I'm a, Elon Musk, I'd say is an alien. It's hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. He could be like some, he could be a wizard. Because he's very cocky, like a wizard, you know? Yeah. But he's, like, he's a tech wizard, I guess. That's what I think. I don't yeah. think he's an alien. Because um, I'll tell you I'll tell you this, and this is why I don't think he's an alien. I don't think an alien would be worried about um, uh, having, you know, replacing their hair after they've gone bald <laughs> at a young age. Yeah, maybe. Like Elon he, Musk yeah, has. Yeah, you know? Just he ta- he ta- his The way he talks is just so... Computer driven reminds me of Mark Zuckerberg in a way. Yeah, well, those guys maybe then maybe he's half wizard, half cyborg, something. Um, because like, ironically, Mark Zuckerberg is the next person that popped up here. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's a you know some kind of a weird robot. Yeah. Oh, how about this? I just love the name. That's all I'm saying. Um. Professional race car driver, Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle was, <laughs> he was actually from, uh, he used to race in Wisconsin where oh, yeah? my father-in-law used to race. And I just became infatuated with that name. <laughs> love it. I love that name, dude. I mean, <laughs> with a name like that, you know, he's got to be human. But yeah, oh, absolutely, hundred percent human, man. Uh, up that that mid- north yeah. midwestern type human for sure. Yeah. You know, cheesehead. Yeah. Um, my buddy, uh, my buddy Rico. Um, he and I would ever like if you went to the bathroom, and uh, you didn't quite you know shake it off a little bit. Yeah, and you feel a little bit you know yeah. leak. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. and run down. Uh, we go like ah. Race car driver, and uh, race car driver was our code word. That's for great. Dick <laughs> That's great. I get a lot of that now in these middle ages, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Got to be dude, careful sure. of that uh, race car driver. <laughs> John Coltrane. Oh man, dude, wizard! I go wizard on it. He was oh a, good. Well, you I know, mean, he was also a drug fucking guy too. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was getting ready to say that, so. Um, yeah, I guess you may be right. He would fall more along into that wizard kind of thing because he was, um, there. He was, yeah. man. I mean, they've got a whole religion devoted to that guy. Mm. With jazz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah, there's people that like worship him and shit, man. Which oh, I mean, sure, I mean, dude. I mean, obviously, yeah, 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 you yeah. know. But like, like, uh, there's like the Church of Coltrane or some shit, man. Oh, for real? Yeah, for yeah, real? yeah, for real. Oh wow. Yeah, man. It was a, it was a thing for a while. I don't know if it's still around, but uh, yeah, I got to go to the. Um, I haven't been to to his haunts, but I got to go to uh, in Kansas City. Um, I got went to the uh, Jazz Museum, the Kansas City Jazz Museum, which is fucking mm-hmm. awesome, dude. I don't know if you ever are out there that way, but uh, if you ever get a chance, man, you should go. It's so cool. It's Charlie Charlie Parker's like area where he came okay. where he came up, man. And um, you know, I I enjoy listening to jazz. I'm not a jazz aficionado or anything, but I I enjoy listening to some jazz, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm um. I you know I know a few of the artists I can tell them you know by by I know a few by name I, I know a few where I could probably spot you know some of their songs for sure that'd yeah. be like oh that sounds like this or that's that you mm-hmm. know and I mean I've got a pretty good you know I got a, a really nice uh, small collection of jazz records probably nice. like fifty to fifty to hundred that's what I call a small collection but yeah um, yeah that's and great. some of them some of them were my dad's from college. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, um, you know, um, you know, cause you look at culture. Okay. Coltrane was, was a wizard, but, uh, but Miles Davis, man, he was, he's definitely an alien. He was, yeah, he, he, he was, was a whole other brain. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and they, 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 and they work together too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But like, that's one thing about that world. It's like, it's, it's like a mix between like super muso world and like drug addled, like punk rock, like those two things kind of coexist in jazz, you know, where it's like, guys, well, that's where, I mean, jazz gave birth to the, that type of right, stuff, you right. know, they're the original like punk rock, you know, the original, yeah, absolutely, like, dude. and you don't think that when you're listening to jazz, cause it's, ple- well, sometimes it's pleasant to listen to. Oftentimes it's really chaotic. It can be chaotic, especially you talk about Coltrane, man. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Or, or Nat Coleman. I mean, really, if you want to get to chaotic to yeah. free jazz, right. then there you go. Yeah. But yeah, man, you talk about people that were just like, you know, suffering for their art and like, that's why they all are all, but a lot of the greats got wrapped up into the drugs and stuff. They felt that made their art better, which I mean, that doesn't change with time. I mean, you look at just what happened in Seattle and how many guys came out of that, that were on, you know, serious drugs. Well, you know, unfortunately it is something that with a lot of creatives, um, you know, artists, musicians, writers, you know, they're, they're that, you, you get that, that tortured soul, you know, you get it where there's something that there's a connection, um, between, it seems that there's a connection between the creative, t- uh, brain and, um, depression and mental illness as well, you know, and, um, so many, uh, creators, artists, and, you know, whatever bend um end up you know like getting addicted to things because they are trying to 
you know, basically they're self-medicating, you know, I mean, humankind have been yeah. doing that forever. And yeah. uh, it just seems to me, and, you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased because I've, you know, I'm a creative, um, but I, you know, I've, you know, and I know you've suffered, you know, we both have, have suffered from uh, depression, yeah. pretty hardcore, yeah. you know, at different times in our lives, but uh, you know, so it's there. So, yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, I'm not saying it's good long term, but I'm saying that drugs do have an effect on your creative brain. And so, you know, a lot of those guys, they go into it thinking it's going to unlock a door. And often it does lock, lock, unlock a door. But the problem is they get sucked into it. I mean, yeah. look, look at Kurt Cobain. I mean, goddamn. I mean, he he knew full well what he was doing. Um, mm. He, of course, he always put it in the context that his, you know, he was dealing with the stomach pains, you know. But there was also a part of him that. You know, his his heroes, a lot of his heroes were, you know, drug addicted, you know, old blues guys, you know, like yeah. uh, so. Um, yep. But, his, but stomach, his stomach pains were probably, I mean, a lot of it was probably psychosomatic. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like yeah. his brain created that or his brain allowed him to create that so that he could take yeah. Yeah. it more to take get rid of the pain, which. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, I mean, that was probably a horrible cycle. For but, sure. Um, there was a really good interview recently. Um, anybody that's a music fan might be into it uh, with uh, Chris Novoselic from uh, Nirvana and Kim Thale from Soundgarden uh, together. Mm -hmm. Really good, dude. Really good. Um, if you know, there's a, but you know, because both those guys sadly lost their lives to, you know, well, they're they're singers in their bands. They lost yeah. their their lives to drugs. So. It's just so crazy and, to look. Well, I mean, and and also to 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 uh, suicide, right? Uh, yeah. So, you know, as, as I think sad as it is, so certainly the drugs oh, sure. helped with that. You know, it's like yep. if if you know if they didn't have there, you know, obviously, you know, the addictive personality is what it is. If they didn't have that outlet of of the drugs man you know they may be here today you know who knows but yeah uh, yeah if they if we were perhaps more educated on narcotics and drugs and how things could be could be used safely you know yeah um yeah. and responsibly then perhaps that would have been a better thing for countless countless number of people yeah for sure but it's also you know i mean it's that it's that thing you know i mean it's hard to regulate but it's also you know i mean it's very destructive but you know i mean so is alcohol right and that's yeah the most so is know, fucking potato chips you know yep and you eat and, enough and, of them yeah exactly exactly so so yeah, man, that's all there. That's where that's at. So okay, I got um, one last one. I think we can all agree on, and um, it's a good one for us all to go home with, as we've explored the world of famous people who may or may not be human, who may be a wizard, who may be a cyborg. Or part machine or full machine robot, um, who are aliens 
for you know a uh, a, a a drug zombie mutant you know living mummy type creature <laughs> <laughs> we've broadened our yeah well as we as we tend to do terminology but, you know, yes yeah so i think i think the one that we can end on um i think this may be one of the most human beings human human beings of all and that's uh fred rogers oh man dude yeah oh man i watched his documentary mm-hmm. and cried like a baby mm-hmm. dude yeah yeah, everybody did, man. Um, Fred Rogers was just, you know, he was great. He was yeah. all of our friend. You know, he's one of our earliest friends. That was especially a friend that was an adult. Yeah. But we, but we knew he was Mister Rogers. We he was, we knew that he was an adult. That he was, but he talked to us at the same level. You know. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, obviously for uh, the Americans and and maybe Canadians as well. I'm not sure, but uh, he taught us a lot about. Um, fairness about um, being about kindness about being good you know about being good to people no matter who they were you know he was very uh, forward thinking about um, equality amongst race and um, you know like um, there were people on his cast that were gay that he said that he would basically say said to them that you know I I you know I don't have a problem but you've got to be careful if you're with that that you don't get you know because at that time you know it was still very much illegal early yeah. on days right so right. you know and he was also you know I mean he was just an incredible human being incredible human yeah. being and somebody that was like that will be sadly that is sadly missed yeah he, and um. Yeah, he he was real, and he t- he took his responsibility seriously, man. Absolutely, he did. You know, Absolutely, he, he did. He and he stood up for kids. He, mm-hmm. you know, uh, always did right, and he, yeah, I, just a bygone era. Um, they don't make many people like that. Nope, nope. And just an exceptional human being who was driven to by humanity. He yeah. was driven to do good for humanity. Um, and obviously not, um, a fabulous, uh, not a Superman type like Dolly Parton, uh, but just, you know, a super man. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you know, we took a break from, uh, our regular fun content that we produce here on the podcast for you. Uh, we thought it would be nice to, you know, play play around with the uh, the format as we do from time to time. If you know of any famous person who is an alien or a robot or a magician or sex wizard uh, or or a uh, you know a, a drug mutant um, z- z- zombie uh, hybrid thing. Um, if you know of any of them that we may have missed, and I'm sure there's lots, uh, let us know. Um, hit us up in our comments on our social media or uh, email us, contact us through our regular social media on Instagram, uh, Twitters, Facebooks. Um, you know, we would love to hear from you guys and hear your thoughts on this particular subject. 
and uh, we'll be back to more of our regular stuff. Um, but you know, it's that time. But it's that time of year, especially when with Halloween, we like to be kind of, you know, throw things a little curve at you every once. It's a trick or treats, man. Absolutely, a little something different. A little something different for the yep. the holidays. I love this time of year. It's my favorite time of year. Yep. So today was our um, uh, popcorn ball covered in saran wrap, given you to you by the. Uh, Eighty-year-old lady down the street who still maybe she put needles in yours. <laughs> if she didn't like you, she might have put needles. That's right. In yours, but, Watch out know. for the needles. Yeah. So make sure to take all your candy to the uh, the the police, uh, and so they can X-ray it. And uh, you know, again, back to satanic panic on that. You know. Um, <laughs> so. So, you know, we'll never ex- totally escape the satanic panic since that's we grew up during it. So we we feared we made it through that cultural war, as it were. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, everybody, we want to hear. Yeah, if you get satanic panic stories, you have memories from your childhood of people being doing really outlandish, bizarre things because they, you know, because basically urban legends uh, or some kind of dumb news story that wasn't true. Um, you know, or it, if you have your own incredible stories, if you were in a cult or uh, you escaped a cult or, you know, you had uh, your encounters with aliens or, or uh, you know, drug monsters or robot cyborgs or, um, uh, you, well, you know, even sex wizards and wizards and magicians uh, and witches, too, because, you know, I mean, I... It's all the same, basically, sorceresses and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, if you've had any encounters, any good stories like that, or ghosts, or any good story, really, you know, we just like talking to you guys. We like hearing your voices. We like hearing good stories. We know everybody's got at least one good story. So join us next time here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast, where we always have a good time every time. And um, we love you all, 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 Oh, thanks for hitting me on the head, Barry. I don't know what happened there. I think your cyborg side is kicking in. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I just, you know, but if you could put, hit uh, F5 for me and then we can close the show. But... All right, everybody. <laughs> Have a good 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 time good week good whatever we'll see you next time be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them we want to hear them all we can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions whether it's sharing your stories listening rating and spreading the word about the podcast thanks for listening till next time be safe be weird Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.